We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division One ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Fanta here with the Field of 68, and in today's episode of Off the Carousel, I am joined by Cleveland State new head men's basketball coach Danielle Robinson, who takes over the Vikings for Dennis Gates as Coach Robinson comes from Iowa State. And Daniel, congratulations from one Clevelander to now another uh, on the job taking over the Vikings. You said that you wanted this job bad. Why? Absolutely. Well, John, thanks for having me. And um, it's been it's been a whirlwind since I've been here, but I've embraced it all. And like you said, I really wanted this opportunity. Um, I was able to follow the Vikings the last few years once Dennis Gates got the job. Uh, he and I, we kind of came up in the ranks together. And when he when he was able to get this opportunity, uh, man, I wanted to follow and see what he did. And over the last couple of years, I've watched the program closely. And man, what a wonderful job he did uh, on the court, but also off the court with the type of guys that he brought in. The culture here has been outstanding. Uh, we have a good core group of young men that are still with us. And uh, I'm looking forward to coaching these guys. Think about your pathway, two decades of coaching experience leading into now actually getting this head coaching job. So mm -hmm. I want to go down memory lane here. 
the the first time that you you started into coaching back back in the the days of Little Rock, uh, right. which is where you ended your college career. Tell me your wildest early <laughs> coaching story, like something you look back on and you say, yeah, that's how I got started. Yeah, well, I tell you, I, I was fortunate. Like, I didn't know how fortunate I was to get in at the time I did with Coach Moser. Uh, so I got in as a graduate assistant with uh, Porter Moser. He, he became the head coach there at Little Rock, and he was just 32 years old when he was the head coach. And I met coach when uh, I was finishing my fifth year there, just finishing classes. And I used to work kids out in the field house there in Little Rock. And so after hours, Porter would be walking out, out walking through the gym and we spark up conversations. And um, and then the next thing I know, he got the job that spring. And so I originally thought I was going to go back and be a high school coach in, in my hometown in Rock Island. That was my goal to go back to Rock Island and be a high school coach. And one of my high school coach's son uh, knew Coach Moser from a recruiting uh, opportunity that Coach Moser had early on. And he said, when you get a chance, you need to sit down and meet with him and see if he, you can be a GA for Coach Moser. And so I, I met with Coach and he gave me the opportunity to be a GA and we never looked back. Um, so, you know, the one thing that he did early on in my career, he never allowed me to be like a, you know, he helped me transform from being a player, having a player's mentality to really focusing on the details of the game. And, you know, he, he early on gave me the mantra of being a sponge. You want to soak it all in. You want to soak these things in. You want to take what you learned as a player and then soak in all the things that you're learning from the assistant coaches and the things that he was teaching. That's great insight and, and interesting to hear how, right. You, you never know what, what's going to transpire on that path. No, I had no idea. I had no idea. And when I, when I got the job as a graduate assistant, he told me, don't worry about coaching. Don't worry about the X's and O's. Like you, you make sure you do a great job of, uh, you know, I had the film exchange. We went deck to deck back in that day, right? You were you were getting film, ordering it from you know FedEx, using FedEx, and getting film mailed uh, overnight. You had the film exchange program. Man, I was doing laundry at the time. I was mopping the floors. I was doing a little bit of everything there at Little Rock. And you know, I felt one area where that helped me grow was during practice, I would have to write down my observations of each drill. So he'd have me on the side and I'd write down observations. And at the end of practice, we would meet as a staff and he'd go through the whole practice plan with the other coaches. And then at the end, he said, okay, D-Rob, what's your observations? And then over time, I got better and better. And he kind of leaned on me over the course of the last those couple of years of hey observations on how we could do a drill better or what the players reactions were and you know those type of things so that helped out a lot let's talk about your upbringing uh, mm -hmm. you're from rock island illinois rock island and i know your older brother uh and the role that david has played in your life but also bertha clark yep. uh, your your grandmother and yep. 
And it always says something when you can say to a kid, I've been in your shoes. I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. So what do people not fully know about Daniel Robinson and your roots? Well, um, you know, again, John, we come from a humble beginning. Like we didn't have much when I was growing up. Um, my brother was my rock. He's four years older than me. And my grandmother helped raise uh, my brother and I. Um, and we were on a fixed income during that time. So there was, you know, it was day to day, week to week when it came to meals and three squares and all those things. People didn't really realize how bad we were struggling. Um, but we had we had a lot of love in the house. We had um, our church was really good for us. You know, they would give us you know, food from the pantry and and those type of things. So we had we had a community that helped us. But the things that my grandmother instilled in me was I learned looking back, I learned a great deal of what it meant to sacrifice. I mean, she sacrificed, sacrificed a ton. She was a single mother. She raised seven kids on her own came up from from Jackson, Mississippi to Rock Island to make it a better place for those seven kids. And then she raised them and then she turned around and raised my brother and I. So sacrifice was one thing that when I reflect, I look at, man, that that's a huge sacrifice to give up, you know, your life to help us. And you know, what it did for David and I it gave us the opportunity to graduate from high school. And we were first uh, people in our family to graduate from college as well. And my brother, um, man, he was just a really, really hard worker. And he was, you know, he he led me like he was just one of those guys that um, they called him a taskmaster. The high, our high school coach called him a taskmaster, like whatever the task was. David was up for the challenge. And so I, I, I learned by watching him, by watching how he worked, how he went about things. And he sacrificed a lot in terms of his childhood playing with other, you know, going and hanging out with other high school kids and stuff like that. He would always make sure I was good, walk back home with me at the end of the games and stuff like that. So uh, I owe a ton to Dave. He's my hero. It's awesome to hear. And when you think about those beginnings and you think about coming to Cleveland, yeah, you, you've been in all different kinds of, of areas, whether it was at Iowa State, more of a college town. You've been at Loyola, Chicago, spent time at Houston, but you come to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. and, and one thing I know about Cleveland, Ohio, is that nothing is given. Yeah, It is that type of city. It's a hard hat city. You're going to roll up your sleeves. It's cold winters, which you get in the Wolstein Center, you warm up a little bit. That's the kind of city the 216 is. How much do you look at your life story and the way it mirrors the city of Cleveland? Absolutely. And those are things that attracted me to this, to this opportunity as well. It's a hard hat, a blue collar, chip on your shoulder type of city. Like you said, nothing was giving. Everything is earned. Right. And that's how I came up. And that's it'll take I will take a tremendous amount of pride to have Cleveland State on, on my chest as I go out and represent this this university as well as the city. Daniel Robinson with us on Field of 68. So 
Daniel, you, you have the interesting predicament in that you can relate to guys who are leveling up or leveling down because you start in your career at Indian Hills Junior College, your playing career, then you go to Arkansas Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious here, as you observe, you know, let, let's, let's get that, take that step here because I want to hear it from someone like you who's at Cleveland State but knows what the power conference situation is like. There's over 1,400 names in that portal right now. Mm-hmm. From all the vantage points you've seen and now being at Cleveland State University, what's your viewpoint on the current state of affairs in college basketball in the portal? Yeah, well, so the, the portal is, it's, I mean, it's crazy right now, right? But the thing is, the portal is here to stay. You know, players have the freedom to make choices and change schools freely. I think my take on it is it's about fit, regardless of what level you're at, what level you're coaching at, what level you're playing at. It's about fit. And our job as coaches, we have to do our research. We have to vet our student athletes and really, really get down to it and have those relationships to say, man, is this the right fit? Is the timing right? What does the ro- what does the roster look like now? So the experiences that I've had over the years and at, at places like Iowa State where we took transfers and, and that, pl- that became a place where transfers could come in and establish a new home and, and, and you know, be accepted and, and those type of things and flourish. Uh, and then what, when I was at, uh, when, I was, when I was at Loyola, there was times where we had uh, the core group of our guys were high school kids and we build it with high school and then we would supplement with some transfers here and there. So I think it's about the, the, the timing of it, the fit um, and, and who's on the roster right now. You're about to hit the road as we do this interview and get, get on the recruiting trail. Yeah. How many players do you have right now? <laughs> so we've got six we have five on campus right now, uh, and those guys are working their tail off. I have to tell you that. Like, since I mean, they we've we've had uh, several workouts here. They've embraced the change. They're communicating. They're talking. They're working hard. So we got five guys right now. Uh, we've got one high school senior signed. Um, one other senior that we had signed. He's going to go to prep school, but we're gonna we're gonna re resign him as a class of twenty three. Um, and I've got one kid, com- uh, one new commit just recently. So we've got seven, seven guys. And so we're going to go out and, and we've got some feelers out right now. We're actively recruiting uh, some guys and we've got some time, but that goes back to the relationships, right? You have the relationships uh, with these young, young folks, they're, the people that they come in contact with, their close circle, uh, rely on those relationships from your high school coaches, the AU coaches, and those type of things where we'll be, we'll be able to do a good job and build out our roster the right way. All right, over the past year, we've had Steve Prohm on our roster at the Field of 68. Obviously, Coach yeah. is back on the sidelines heading into next season. Yeah, I got to ask you, if you have a great Steve Prom story. 
Well, I can tell you this right now. We're knocking heads with recruits right now because he needs a lot of players. I need a lot of players. <laughs> and he and we're knocking heads. Like we <laughs> it's funny because we were we were talking when he first got the job and he was trying to go meet with the team and do all this. And then all of a sudden all those players left. And it's like every kid I call on, man, prone's talking to him, prone this, prone that. So I'll tell you, coach is a great guy. Um, and he's going to do a wonderful job back at Murray. Um, he's in, he's re-energized. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to watching him, watching his program as they move into the Valley, uh, get back into the national spotlight. All right. The Clevelander in me has to ask you if you've had any, any good eats thus far. I know you've probably been rolling 90 miles an hour, so you probably haven't even had a chance, but you know, you got to know West Side Market, Slimans. Uh, there's some good goodies. Slimans, the the um, the roast beef, the uh, corn beef, corn beef. So I I've I've hit Slimans up. That's a good spot. That's a good yeah. spot. You can't miss on the Cleveland cuisine. Yeah. So man, I've been we've been running. We've been what do you call burning the candle at both ends. Uh, and I've still have a, a, a tremendous amount of adrenaline right now. So when I do lay down, my wheels are still spinning and I pop up at five in the morning. But, um, so I, as the summer months come, I'll be able to enjoy, uh, some of the cuisine here in Cleveland. Dennis Gates talked you up, uh, for this job and, and recommended you and, and talked to you about it. And the, the thing that comes to my mind is everything you did at Iowa State and in the Big 12 in the social justice space. And mm -hmm. I know I know how much of a priority that is. And in Cleveland, Ohio, that, that's been an area that uh, that community just there's such a power with it. And I'm curious here in college basketball. Mm -hmm. and, and you know this better than I do. We have had a problem with minority head coaches getting the right opportunities getting the opportunities right. and search firms who the hell knows what they're looking for but i want to i want to hear from you like if, if if you were to address not those search firms but everybody out there who mm -hmm. who looks at situations in college basketball now as someone that takes over a program what needs to continue to happen for minority head coaches to get opportunity right so my my message would be this um there's a a, a ton of qualified uh, coaches out there for to for these type of opportunities. Uh, I would say to those coaches that are out there, like those assistant coaches out there, like myself, where where I was, continue to sharpen your 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 skill set. Continue to sharpen. Continue to learn to to to, to continue to grow. Right. Um, like I'll share with you, Dennis Gates. Okay, uh, this is the type of guy he is. When he got the job at Cleveland State, he and I, like I mentioned before, he and I, we kind of grew up in, in this industry together. I called him up on the phone and I said, hey, Dennis, uh, talk to me a little bit about, man, what you did to prepare. Right. Oftentimes, guys share just a little bit, but Dennis was an open book. And over the course of the last three years, there were times where we would do uh, FaceTime calls, and he would quiz me on certain things. He would say, are you practicing this? Or have you worked on this? Have you thought about this? This is while he's building his program here. And those are the things that I think help 
you know, iron sharpen iron. So those are the things that uh, I think we need to do more of. We need to help each other out. We need to, you know, help sharpen each other. But, you know, there's been a great awareness over the last uh, couple of years. And I think over time, there's going to be a, a more of a comfort level for um, folks to take a chance on, on, on people like myself. We've seen what's possible in Cleveland State University. The Vikings making the NCAA tournament in 2021, and they look to continue the success that they've had in the Horizon League in the Daniel Robinson era. Daniel, welcome to Cleveland State, and thanks for joining us on Off the Carousel on the Field of 68. John, this has been great. I appreciate you having me. I look forward to connecting with you in the future.